0: Well, hello everybody. Welcome to season two, episode thirty-eight. It's the Baggies broadcast. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. I'm here with a, a slightly, slightly subpar Matt Wilson. Not not because not because of your work, which is always superb, but you're not feeling too well today. Is it just? Is it just maybe the season?
1: It's been a long, hard season. It's now getting to you. I think it's mostly with the fact that the, the weather keeps changing, and going hot and cold, <laughs> and everybody in my house has got. Uh, some sort of bug. So yeah,
0: germ bug. So was it was it good to to get out of the house on Saturday and just enjoy
1: uh, a, a game that didn't really matter too much? It was, although um, it was very windy, which I wasn't expecting. Really? Yeah, it was. Oh, was it? Well, I was expecting. Oh, it was. That,
0: so, was it storm? Storm Hannah? I want to say. Storm Hannah. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it was. Um, yeah, it's just it's very strange weather to be for the last home game of the season. When you're mm. supposed to be decked out in shorts and mm. t-shirts, but. We go
0: i was i was going I was thinking this actually on on Saturday I probably should have thought about it earlier, but was there some kind of lap of honor or did, or because there's going to be
1: another home game obviously with the playoff did they did, did they are they delaying it to that no they did they did do an, a lap of appreciation after the game right there weren't many fans there no it's um, kind of a strange it was one kind of a subdued one because there's still so much i suppose that could or could not happen and, yeah and and the whole remit of the season is to go up and <laughs> We don't know whether they are or not, so you don't know whether to be cheering at success or, 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 or you know, sort of drowning your sorrows in a, in a failure. But
0: um, are you a fan of the the lap of honor that most clubs do now, when they get the kids and the families, and or do you think there's a time and a place?
1: Or I think it's fine if you've had a an, an, a, an okay season, and I think Albion have had an okay season. I yeah, mean, it's been a, it's been a bit of an odd one, what with the sacking of Darren Moore. I think mm-hmm. that's sort of. Um, You know, regardless of whether you think that's right or not, it's sort of thrown everyone's noses out of joint in the sense that, you know, they sacked someone that everybody... Very likeable. Yeah, somebody that everybody wanted to succeed. Yes. Um, And even if the team is is arguably performing or at least winning games, Mm -hmm. more games now, Mm -hmm. um, I think... Yeah, it's just been a—it's just been an odd atmosphere at times um, this season. I mean, even at halftime on, on Saturday, there were boos um, after a pretty dreadful first half performance. Sure. But um, yeah, it was. It, 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 if it's been a good season, obviously, then it's going to be a lot better the lap, lap of appreciation. Yeah, I can completely understand why they did it after finishing fourth. I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, yeah. I don't if you were given it. that at the start of the season, you're biting your hand off. I think. Yeah, you are, but it's just—I think it's just the manner that has come about. Absolutely, yeah. It's been a a season of sort of what if. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think there's a lot of people... At the top end of the table rather than the bottom, though, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's good, obviously. But I think there's been a lot of people, both supporters and probably inside the club, who are slightly frustrated that they're not in the top two. Mm -hmm. So I think you probably saw that during the lap of appreciation.
0: Uh, Two sides that definitely won't be in the top two, but but could could, uh, be foes
1: sooner rather than later Villa and Leeds what did you make of that game did you see much of it I didn't I was following our esteemed colleague Matt Mayer on on Twitter on Sunday uh, and it sounded absolutely balmy yeah Um, and then I caught I did catch up with the videos and yeah you you can see how it happened this is why football is I suppose the most popular entertainment industry more in the world Mm. really is because of things like that, the unpredictability is something, yeah. something that you've never, you thought you'd never seen, When I mean, you see it. You know, there's been hundreds and thousands of football games, of course, and then you see something it like that. Throws one up, yeah, from it nowhere. Did, it, that's that's the beauty of it. But um, I can't I'm, give Leeds too much credit if they were, well, if they were chasing. I'm going to give. A, here's how. Here's what I think about it. I don't okay. think. I don't think Bielsa would have done it. Was there any chance they could catch Sheffield? No, not Sheffield, doing I, it. No chance. No, um, agreed. But they they couldn't. He he realized in that moment. We can't catch Sheffield United. Um, this is essentially a dead rubber. Yes, I'm going to take the moral high ground, ground and do this. I've already especially been especially after this season, a bit especially of a after, yes. especially after what happened with Spygate. So um, credit to him for doing it, although I don't think they necessarily needed to. No, I, mean, I know. Agreed. You know, the rules are play, play to the whistle, the whistle. Yeah. and I, you know, it wasn't a head injury. If it was a head injury, then I can understand. Mm-hmm it um, wasn't a head injury um, the Villa players stopped yeah, because Roberts looked like he was going to pass it out of play mm-hmm. but did Roberts say I'm going to do it I, yeah. d- I don't think he ever said I was going to no. he just sort of slowed down the yeah, Villa it was, players as- assumed they didn't just they? stopped so I, I, I kind of have sympathy for Leeds there I don't really see why they should have to It's it's a grey area in football that probably needs clearing up and um, I think the thing is that Villa had early kicked the ball out for Leeds. Yes. I think okay. there, was, there was that. So. See
0: I saw I saw it that he wasn't gonna he was that was gonna take the goal and then Terry's got involved, Smith's got involved, and then he's had to think after listening to them saying you've got to walk it in and then, I and think, then he kinda of... I think
1: Smith from what I gather from Matt, yeah. uh, Smith did say to put the pressure on put, a little bit. Put the pressure on. Mm. I'm not having John Terry, by the way, having a go at Bielsa after they've conceded, you know. Bielsa's just let your team score a goal and John Terry's still in his ear, like, mouthing off at him. I'm not sure about
0: that. Well, his mates, Frank Lampard, it, So I'm sure they've had a bit of a chat about spy games. So I'm sure he doesn't hold Biel- Bielsa in, the, in a decent regard. Really. I hadn't thought about that, mm. of course. Because yeah. obviously they're, they're thick thickest thieves, aren't they? Of course, they? yeah. She's probably getting one back, another controversial moment. Boom, boom, boom. That's I, what I
1: would read into it, I would have thought. But Terry's telling you know, telling him yeah. to F off. And you know, yeah. I'm thinking, well, Bielsa's just been the moral. Yeah. I, it's, it's just, it was a strange one. Anyway, it was dramatic, John, to say the least. John Terry and Morals. Anyway, we we'll won't yeah. get started into well, Hopefully, hopefully, those two meet each other in the playoffs. Well, that's
0: what I was going to, that's what I was going to say, and there's still, there's still a chance of, of that happening, isn't there?
1: There is a very outside chance. Very outside. Essentially, Albion, Albion are guaranteed fourth now, so they're mm-hmm. guaranteed to, to finish, uh, or yeah, to finish fourth or, or higher, which means they will get that home leg in the second, second leg, yeah. leg of the playoff semi-finals. Mm-hmm. Um, they can catch Leeds if they beat Derby on the final day, and Leeds somehow lose to Ipswich. Yes. Um, I think Leeds are away at Ipswich, so there is a chance, but. Um, I'd be very surprised. Because uh, I just think Ipswich are poor and Leeds are very good. What
0: do you think of Leeds and, and Villa at the moment? Obviously Villa have been in an incredible run. Uh Leeds there's so many teams we've seen over the years that that, you know, you wanna be you wanna be on the up going to the playoffs, and Leeds are probably slightly disappointed, been slightly disappointing. Um what do you make of those two sides? I mean, I look at them now. I think I think Villa have had that great run of ten. They're just starting to tail off now, they're gonna start to rest plays it's just the right time rather than two or three weeks ago when you're, when you're banging trouble, I think. I think it, I can't separate
1: Villa, Leeds and, and Albion at this moment in time. I I take that point. I think that it was good, if it, if it is going to be Villa, it was good that they didn't beat Leeds mm. um, because, although that would have actually given Albion a bigger chance of finishing third um, because it does stop that winning run. Um, and you never know, they are going to have to rest McGinn for the final game of the season. Maybe one or two others will be will be nursed. But I still think they'll probably go into that fixture, if it is Albion, Villa, slight favourites. Yes. Because of the run of form they've yeah, been on. that's fair um, enough. And, may, and, and for my money, mainly because of the midfield battle, I think they've got the edge on the midfield battle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably where the game could be won and lost. I'm sure we'll come on to that um, uh, Albion's own midfield quandary yes. later on. Um, in terms of Leeds, I don't necessarily buy this idea that they're falling apart. I think... They've good had, song though they've had some poor yeah they've had some <laughs> poor results recently they obviously had that disastrous easter weekend um but i think i i would have preferred them to have missed out on the final day than okay m- then miss out now because now they've they're ready for, they're gearing up for the playoffs mm-hmm. they are preparing for the playoffs mm-hmm. um and you know i just think that they will come again um, and I think they'll probably be in the final. Um, I think I think. I think. I think. What will happen is they'll finish third, and I think they will. They will probably beat whoever finishes sixth.
0: Yes, which will probably be Derby. You'd have thought, but you never know. You never know. Derby got to play midweek, don't they? Could be. Could, could be, be the Borough. Could be the Mighty. Come borough. on, come on. Let that that would be a sensational
1: playoff tale. Because if Poulis Albion beat, it. so if Albion beat Derby in the final day of the season, and that means that Middlesbrough finish sixth and Albion finish third, Poulis. it's Poulos. Oh my god. So goodness. I, I mean the, there are still a number of situations that that could be thrown up. And I mean, still... you're
0: playing well under Lambert because Lambert's been guaranteed for next year that they're kind of like finishing the season on a bit of a high. I know obviously they are not very good, but at the same time, they've had a couple a couple of wins, a couple of decent results. Leeds, you, you never know and Leeds could be the same as as uh, as Arby and maybe do we stick, do we twist, do we rest some players? It's stranger things have happened, that's all I'm saying.
1: If- if you go by the rest of the season, Bielsa's barely rested anyone for the mm, whole season, so mm. I doubt. I think he'll play a full strength side. Um, I just think that'd be too strong for Ipswich. I'm afraid. Um, so I think it will be the West Midlands derby, Albion mm, v Villa, in that mm-hmm. um, in that playoff semi final.
0: And we will come onto that later. And discuss that. It, it's fascinating, really. Um, so so we'll discuss that later on. Uh, Look, just happened. Albion two, than one. Not a great performance, um, especially the first half. Like you say, uh, three players have identified who had decent games, and, and three maybe not so much. So uh, maybe you can just talk about that, and then we'll talk about the game as a whole while while you're discussing these players. Raheem Harper um, had had a decent game. You thought
1: he did. Um, first half, no one was no one was good. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was, Nobody. There was a pigeon that played quite well like, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the left wing. That was quite fun, but. Um, Rakeem Harper did make a couple of bursts in the first half and got the final decision wrong, played it to the wrong ball, played played the ball to the wrong man, played to Gale when he was offside or something like that. Second half he was much better. Mm. After he scored his goal, all of a sudden he was a man possessed. He was everywhere. Sure. And he had that confidence and he was people were bouncing off him. He was winning the ball back in in um his own third. He was driving mm-hmm. forward with purpose and pace and power. And that is the Rakeem Harper I think there is the potential to be. I think the fact that he's nineteen should come into it. You know, yeah, he's, he's going to be inconsistent. I think you've got the ongoing issue with his contract. You know, it, is he going to be here next season? How much does that play come into his thinking? Mm-hmm. He's, he is a young man. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. he's going to affect your your mentality. Um, but it was a great finish. He showed what he's about. I mean, he he nearly scored against Reading with 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 the other foot. Yeah, um, he's obviously got. Um, the ability. And and it, it's credit to him and also credit to Jimmy Shan for leaving him in the team after what was a really abject performance. Um, I think it was against Preston. It was certainly the last home game. Yeah. Uh, maybe it... Maybe, no, it was Hull. Was it Hull? Anyway, one of the home games he was he was dreadful. Mm. And Shan left him in, surprisingly. Yeah, it was Hull on Good Friday. Um, and he's, he's played quite well since then. He's got steadily better. So... Um, He's now given Sean a bit of a headache for the playoffs because what do you do in that midfield? Do mm-hmm. you do you keep Harper in there, and Harper played well against Villa in in, in uh, the game in March, remember? Yeah. Or do you, or do you bring Matt Phillips, Jake Livermore, someone else back in? Mm-hmm. Um, do you leave Stefan Johansson in, who had a pretty poor game, um, but is capable of, of of being that creative hub behind Rodriguez and Gale, or do you? bring Phillips in. Can you play Phillips, Brunt, Johansson, Phillips, Phillips, Brunt and Harper? I'm not sure you can Mm. because all of those players are forward thinking Mm -hmm. and I would be nervous without having a defensive player in there. Um, So we'll wait and see. Um, That is for me the... The big question going into the playoffs, and the one thing that Jimmy Shannon and his coaching staff need to solve.
0: Okay, uh, so Raheem Harper, um, good good potential to have anyway. Good, good 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 option whether they go with him or not. Dwight Gale um, is is obviously didn't score on this occasion, but but back amongst it, back back in the heart of been Albion's one of their two main threats, and will be of course essential going into these playoffs. Yeah,
1: I mean, he was named Supporters' Player of the Season before the before the game, and. You saw why. I mean, he didn't score on this rare occasion, but he won the penalty. He could have won another one, and he set up two one-on-ones, which (laughs) really should have been put away. He's he's just a a cut above at this level, especially when he's in this sort of form, Mm -hmm. especially when he's played centrally, especially when he's Mm -hmm. running off the shoulder of the last man. It's very dangerous with Gale in Nick and in this sort of mood. Um... Albert have got a chance.
0: And look, he'll want to showcase his talents as well because there's no guarantees with him moving forward. If if Albion, you know, go up, then you think that hopefully they'll they'll, they'll get a deal with Gale. But um if they don't, then he's new, he's still a Newcastle player. He might go somewhere else, he's in the shop window. I mean, of course he wants to play for West Brom, you know, he's a team guy, but at the same time he's got to look at himself as well. And if he st- finishes the season strong, I'm sure there'll be a lot of suitors come come the end of the season.
1: Dwight Gale's one of those players who um you just want it at your club. He's, an yeah. infec- he's a. He's an infectious character. Um, he plays football with a smile on his face. He plays football. Um, he runs everything. Um, he can dive off a thirty-meter platform. He can do that stunningly. He can do that. He can dive in the box. <laughs> oh, and you, easy. And you asterisk, asterisk. But you know, he he is he is all jokes aside. He is. Such an important player to this yeah. team and such a enjoyable player to watch. Yeah. I just have I just have so much fun watching him mm-hmm. because um you know, ne- he pops up with a goal out of nothing. Yeah. He's so lightning quick in the box, mm-hmm. running off the last man, so dangerous. But also I think he's an underrated provider of sure. goals. You sure. know? He wins penalties, he he sets up chances for others both with the ball and also with the runs that he makes. He takes defenders away. Mm-hmm. Giving space to others, I he wins he he presses high. I just think he's he he's the best. He is Albion's best player. Yeah, at the moment, and um, I I I really hope that they can keep hold of him next season because um it's 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 a joy to have him in the team. Uh, and the last one just keeps on scoring
0: and, and Jay, Jay Rodriguez is his partner in crime and, and those two up top, um, like you said, just going to be so important
1: but n- nice that he got an award as well. Yeah, players player of the season which I think probably um, is, is probably fitting because for Gale to get the supporters player of the season and, and Rodriguez to get the, the players player of the season because um, Rodriguez has started all but one game in the Championship and he only missed that because Shannon rested him. Yeah he's been um incredibly reliable he's played a number of positions um and he does a lot of the unseen dog's body work you mm-hmm. know he's been asked to play number 10 he's been asked to play a false nine he's been asked to play up top he's been asked to play off the left he's been asked to play off the right um and all in, and all through that he scored uh 22 goals sure now eight of those have been penalties but yeah. and he's done very well from the spot this season as yeah. epitomized by um by Saturday's finish, which he put in the top corner, mm-hmm. Albion had a dreadful penalty record before Jay Rodriguez came along. Um, they missed loads, <laughs> actually. <laughs> I can't remember it was something like four or five in a row, and I think Berahino missed three of them or something. Yeah, like, two in one game. Yes, I do. So, remember that, yeah. so they have been poor from the spot, and he's he's been reliable from the mm. spot. Um, but it's more than just his, his penalties. You know, he's he's scored another fourteen other goals. Um, from open play that's not to be sniffed at. No. so um, he's an important player to the team um, sometimes he gets a bit of unfair stick um, because he doesn't always make the uh, I suppose the right decision but who does mm. and actually alvin have been one of the most clinical teams in the division if you look at chances created and goals scored they have been the, cl- the most clinical team and that's down to Rodriguez and Gale
0: Excellent. Uh, I'll, I'll put them collectively together because we, we haven't got loads and loads of time. When we get into the questions, give them as many um, many chances of the, of the fans to get into their questions. From you, Hagazi, uh, Holgate,
1: Johansson. Any of one of those concerning to you? Um, not Holgate. I, th- I think Holgate just he missed a couple of shots, and but he was always willing to to get forward, and, and I think he will be a, a big player in the playoffs. I think he's a battler. I think he's a fighter. No, he does. That doesn't concern me. He had a bit of an off day, but it wasn't that bad mm-hmm. at all. Higazi again, no. We got out jumped for the goal, but he's been probably a, the most consistent defender this season. Really important to have him back. I like. I think he's been nursing an injury. I think he didn't have a great game, but you know, it wasn't necessarily his fault. He did step out of defence in the second half a couple of times. I'd, no, again, I think he he will come good. Okay, Johansson. Slightly more concerned because he has been hit and miss. He's been hot and cold, really, since since he arrived. I thought he was getting up to speed. He was good against Preston. Um, he was poor on Saturday, I thought. Uh, I thought his passing was off. Didn't think he found Galen Rodriguez. Um, I thought he was rushing. I don't know why he kept rushing the ball. Maybe because he was desperate to, to make an impact. Um, and look, maybe we we were... Um, what's the word? Spoiled early on in the season by Harvey Barnes, and, and it's unfair to to try and ask Johansson to, to be Harvey Barnes because he's not. Um, I think actually, you know I, know, I know a lot of people believe that Matt Phillips has to start because he is Matt Phillips and mm. he's capable of mm. producing those moments, and he is. But I, I do tend to think. And if you start your Hanson, I don't think your Hanson really would offer you much off the bench, but if you start your Hanson, he's got the capabilities of, of he. for me, he seems like an experienced guy who will battle in there. Yeah. Um, and if he's having an off day, maybe bring him off after 50, 55 minutes and send Phillips on. Yeah. What a player to have yeah, yeah. to send on. Um, so I don't think it's cut and dry necessarily who, who's going to, play if Phillips over Johansson or over Harper, but um I don't think Johansson's position is completely hundred percent safe. I think he'll start against Derby, but I don't think it's a hundred percent safe.
0: Okay, I mean they're giving him every opportunity to get to speed though aren't they? I mean you can't yeah, argue about I, that can they? Yeah
1: I think he I think he I think he did it at some stages. I think mm-hmm. he has got something in about him um, I just I yeah I just don't I don't think I think don't think he is shoo-in any stretch. Two new signings since we spoke last Matt, uh, two additions to the backroom staff. Yes, yeah, Stephen Reed and Michael Appleton. Mm. Um it had to be done really. I think okay. I think um going into the playoffs with 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 such a skeleton staff would have been unfair on Jimmy Shan and um probably unfair on the supporters as well. I don't yeah. know, I don't think they had to make some additions once they'd confirmed that Shan was getting it to the end of the season. And I think they've 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 added probably shrewdly. Um, Stephen Reed is quite inexperienced, but he he, he knows the club very well, um, and he worked under Roy Hodgson at Crystal Palace. Um, Michael Afton's far more experienced, obviously, he'd been a manager himself, um, and on the face of it, that's quite a coup mm-hmm. to get him to come in as uh, as as you know a coach as a coach. I think it's probably down to do with Appleton's love for the club I would, I would doubt he would have done it for, for any other club because um, he wants to be a number one um, I was going to say is that a shadow to have over Jimmy Shan or
0: because because Jimmy Shan's not you know, he's only on to the end of the season there's no real shadow to be there so it's only beneficial
1: I don't think it is uh, for two reasons one the reason you said um, there's not enough time for it to be a shadow sure. there's not really enough time for it to be uh, detrimental um, and the second is I think Jimmy Shans a very strong character. Mm-hmm. I don't think he um you know, from all my dealings with him, very straight talker, tells it how it is, doesn't really accept any BS, pretty much, um strong character. Yeah. And I don't I, I don't I think he would I think he would Utilise Appleton's experience correctly, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think he would necessarily bow to um, out outside influences. Sure, um, and I, I think the fears of of, of history repeating itself and what we had before with, with Darren Moore and, and Graham Jones are probably unfounded. I, mm-hmm. I don't think that would happen. I mm-hmm. think it would be more of a collaborative. And also, I think Appleton's own Appleton's own character is important here. He is a very um, a very likeable very humble hard working diligent coach as well sure i just think there is more of a i i i think there's having having spoken to and met both men i think it's just a mm. i think it's a better dynamic than the, the, perhaps the one previously was um so i don't have as much concerns maybe i would if it was for the whole season mm. but like you say it's three it's two or three weeks
0: and i, I like the read um, addition as well because not too far removed from playing as well which is, which is always good so he can kind of put his arm around some players and know what they're going through and you know they almost see them as a fellow professional not a teammate but that, that link sometimes it's important to have that link I know like a bit like John Terry at Aston Villa but you know someone who they can have a look at look up to but also be not one of the lads but it, it's, it's sometimes a bit easier to get through to them I think
1: that's a good point and I hadn't thought about that um, especially with Jimmy Shen not having that mm-hmm. playing career yeah Reid has, has had it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Appleton's had it, but it's been a while since he's been a player. Exactly. Uh, Reid has had it a bit. He know, I suppose he knows what it is to be a modern player. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right there. Mm. Right, I've got
0: some really good questions uh, from the fans, so we shall get on with them now. Uh, Daniel McCulloch is first up. He says, We've won six games under Jimmy Shan. How many do you think we've deserved to? Preston and maybe Penn maybe versus Blue. Swansea, Mr. Hatfield, Trank. Chats is against us. Hull, Rotherham, Brentford, 50-50 at best. Hard to be confident in the playoffs when we are getting outplayed by moderate opposition. Daniel McCulloch, who is a glass half empty kind of guy, apparently.
1: I think... Um, you can
0: understand what they're saying, that
1: they're not firing from all cylinders, though. No, they're not. They're not. They're not um, blitzing teams. Um, and how much of that is them saving themselves for the playoffs, and how much of that is them underperforming? Hmm. Um, do you want them to be going full tilt in these games? Yes or no? It's a very difficult question. Um, It's a balancing act. In terms of his question, I would say uh, Swansea was a strange game. They didn't deserve to win that 3-0. Brentford was a 50-50 game that they edged, thanks to a moment of brilliance. Um, I think they deserved to beat Preston. I think they deserved to beat Hull. I think they deserved to beat Birmingham City. Um, I think Rotherham were unlucky. I think they probably... um, that probably should have been a draw. Yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. So three of the six, maybe. Okay. Uh
0: Dominic Cox, do you think Appleton is being brought in with the view of appointing him as manager next season if we
1: don't go up? No. I don't. Uh
0: John Ross, next season after Appleton and Reed get their manager's job in turn, who do they plan to offer it to next? there's a few sneaks out there today. Um hey, if they did go up. Would Jimmy Shan have a have a chance of getting it full time, or absolutely not?
1: I would be surprised, okay. and um, that's nothing to do with Jimmy Shan, uh, who I think has got the potential to be a manager in the future, maybe even in the near future. I think, but I do think that if they, if they went, as I've said before in this podcast, clubs very rare clubs quite often make a lot of mistakes, but mm. they very rarely make the same mistake twice. Mm. And I don't think Albion would um turn the caretaker into the permanent boss after turning the caretaker into the permanent boss. Okay, yeah. Um and that not working out. So um I no I don't think so. Even uh, I think that I'm not saying that Shan couldn't become a manager. Mm-hmm. I think the Premier League would be a big ask. I don't think I think he would have to start much lower. Yeah. I think he would I think he would probably accept that himself. Um regardless of whether he took um, the team up by the playoffs. I think you you could maybe see Jimmy Shan take it. if he did that, see Jimmy Shan taking a, a League One job or, or a lower end championship club if, if someone was interested in him. Um but I don't think Albion would do would uh would do that. Look, stranger things have happened, mm-hmm. um you never know. But at this stage I d I can't see that happening. Um and again, that's not a slight on on sure. Shan. I just think that's the reality of the situation. Carl Gatt at Baggy
0: Blue. Would you rest the majority of the team against Derby now we are guaranteed fourth place?
1: No, I would play full strength because there's a week before the first leg, and I think you want to get them used to each other. You know, it looks like they're going to play 3 5 2, and that's fine with me. Um, I think that gives you a bit of defensive solidity with a back five. It gives you three in midfield, which I think Albion needs. I don't think they've got enough dynamic midfielders to play a two. And um, it gives you Gael and Rodriguez up front, so I'm fine with the system. Um, I think they need to they need to play. I think Shan needs to play his full strength side against Derby, and also that's a test now because you, people were talking about our, oh, you know, it's only Rotherham or it's only I mean Rotherham were fighting for survival, by the way. Mm, so mm. They, there was something riding on that game. Yeah, but this Derby game now, Derby could be in the playoffs. They could be, yeah. So be this is this is a a. Um, a test of your metal. What are you like against a fellow player of contender? I think you've got to go full strength. I don't think US players.
0: Do you not think there is a danger if Derby, you know, are guaranteed six before the game? And, and of would, course, can they be though?
1: I don't know if they can.
0: They're, they're, if they win on one, one, win midweek, then I am pretty sure they're guaranteed. Six. They're not just three points ahead of Borough, yeah. But the goal difference, the goal is difference, too much. Yeah, I think. Um, but let, let's say, let's say in theory, Derby do do, do that hypothetically. Um, of course, there's that chance of of leads dropping. You know, losing to, to Ipswich. Do you think there's a danger of this game with both 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 sides guaranteed for the playoffs that it could become a very much a training game, tippy tappy, awful game to watch because no one wants to get injured, no one wants to give away too much when they could be meeting each other in the you know in the playoff final potentially, um, and that it could just end up being a bit of a bit of an entity exhibition game. And if so, then then would it be better to give some of the periphery who are going to be on the
1: bench for those playoffs more more of a game to get them more up to speed? I think it could end up being a a non-starter as a game. I um think it probably would be KG and I don't think players would want to get injured. I think we saw I think we've seen that in the last three or four games. Um from Albion certainly, especially mm-hmm. the first half in, in in those games. I don't think you you use it as a, as an opportunity to to give substitutes minutes. I think they've done that. I think they did that at Reading, made a lot of changes. I I just think you have to go right this is what we're going to do this, these, are, these are everyone's jobs mm-hmm. so that when you get to the playoffs it's a well-oiled machine yeah. and it's not or as well-oiled as it can be it's not this is the first time we've done this I think you play full strength and especially considering there is a chance they could finish third and avoid the informed team in the championship mm-hmm. Aston Villa Yeah. so I think you have to go full strength
0: ok uh, three questions here about Craig Dawson so I'll read them all out together Uh, Paul Chappell says, how much do you think we would generate through player sales if we don't go up Dawson into his last year, etc. Jack P says, um, sorry, sorry, that was just the one thing about Dawson. Sorry, the second one for Dawson. Anton Deck, when was the last
1: time Dawson smiled? (laughs) Well, I did actually see him smile in the tunnel with his uh, family. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure he's. I'm sure he smiled over the weekend when they had a couple of days off. He's quite stern-faced. The winter on he the pitch. He is. He is. Yeah. Because he used
0: to be. He used to be pretty smiley, didn't he? Back in the Premier League days. He used to, I mean, he was scoring more those days, I guess.
1: He did. He used. To, yeah, he did. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I, I don't really. The thing is, well, I don't really watch whether they're smiling. <laughs> or <on> not. <that. laughs> yeah, he got your head buried into a match report. I guess. Well, I tend to watch what their feet are doing. Yeah. Um, that's a good question about is is is. Is, um, body language I mm. mean, um, it hasn't always been great this season and I think that's because of what happened in the summer um, in terms of how much Albion would get for him if they if they uh, if they didn't go up uh, I'm not sure last year of his contract difficult mm-hmm. one eight maybe eight, eight or ten run. million yeah um, not sure
0: Okay. uh, next question is from Jack. Uh, It says, is there a sneaky way of keeping Dwight Gale but recalling Salomon Rondon for the playoffs since the Premier League season would have finished?
1: No, you can't play Rondon in the playoffs. He's ineligible.
0: That would be quite funny, though. (laughs) A few people um, tweeting gifs about, uh, what did you think of Mr Bamford's uh, theatrics at the the weekend?
1: I think he is in danger of getting a ban. I think so as well. Has that been discussed that he could get a ban? I think he should get a ban. Well, it's deceiving a match official, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And that's what Gale got two games for. So Bamford could get two games. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I don't blame him. To be fair. Um, I mean, we'll see. Really.
1: I don't. I don't know because, it, cause it, considering the incident was seen on the pit I don't know. Mm. I, I'm not sure what the rules are, but
0: it,
1: you know, it, it, he he wasn't touched. was No, he? absolutely not touched. It it unbelievable. And that Ghazi red card is—I expect that will be rescinded. So okay, and then we'll. So he he won't be um, he won't be. Uh, Banned, I imagine, for the, uh, the
0: No, I'm, I'll be amazed if he is. Uh, West Brom uh, report says, What are your thoughts on Jayward? A lot of fans seem to see him as a weak link in the squad and gets a lot of stick. I think he does a lot of good work off the ball and adds a dimension to the team um, we don't have, in my opinion.
1: I really don't think you can call a striker that scored 22 goals this season a weak link. Um, as I've said earlier, um, there are frustrations. But that's the role of an attacking player. Sometimes things don't come off. Uh, I I don't think I don't think a, a striker that scored twenty two goals is a weak link. I don't mm. see how they they could be.
0: James morrell is James Shan going to get the team fired up for these playoff games from the off until the end instead of the ten to twenty minute spells rescuing us? He has has he been instructed the team to stay in second gear so we're fresh for the playoffs? Villa would punish our recent first half performances.
1: I agree with that, and I think there's part of that. I think there is part of it that is don't do anything, don't over exert yourself, don't do anything silly. Play some. I think, I think the main thing is that they conceded so many goals early on. You know, in 2019, that Shan has almost said, "Look, come on, keep it tight." First yeah. twenty, for goodness' sake. After after Bristol City, which mm. you were there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was balmy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think since then the first half has been absolutely dreadful because Shan said, "Look, just for, for, for the love of God, keep it tight in the mm-hmm. first 20 minutes," mm-hmm. and that's what they've done. But what they've almost gone too far the other way, and there's been no intensity. They've sort of, I think I've, I put in my report today that you know they've, they've just instead of flying out the blocks, they've they've picked up the blocks and chucked them in the bin. You know, <laughs> yeah. they've, they've they've just taken the sting out of the game, yeah, completely taken every tempo out of the game, yeah, and. For the most, for the main part, it's worked mm-hmm, because they've they've gone four games unbeaten mm-hmm. since then, and they you know were were inches away from beating Reading. So yes. whether they can do that in the playoffs or not is another matter. Um, I think, particularly if it, if the first leg is at Villa Park, mm-hmm. you know, it, Villa will come flying out the blocks, yeah, and Albion will have to be up for it. Now they might have to weather that storm a little bit, sure, back to the wall, and then grow into the game. Mm-hmm. That's how I probably see the game going. Um, and I you know the, the other way to look at it is the positive being the resilience in the side mm-hmm. that um, they're not they don't know when they're beaten yeah and they do come back and they are capable of scoring goals like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. quick fire goals one or two goals out of nowhere because they've got Gale, Rodriguez Phillips right etc brunt I think um, I think they'll always be dangerous but they do need to start faster in the playoffs
0: Good question. Uh, Baz Forrest, Matty Phillips, is he a playoff starter? Brings pace, direct
1: attack and natural width? It's a good question. And I said it before. I, I've ummed and ahmed about it over the weekend. I, I think my initial thoughts are, yeah, you've got to start Phillips. It's Matt Phillips. He's been, he is brilliant on his day. Mm. He's a, he is a match winner on his sure. day. But then actually, okay, well, in this system, the three-five-two, 5 two, Holgate, you play Holgate at a wing back, he's more defen—he is more defensive, but he also gets forward. Would the starting Phillips in the midfield actually? Do you want to keep it tight? As I was saying, do you want to keep it tight for that first half, and then bring Phillips on to unleash hell, as it were, um, on tired legs at the end of this long season? For the last half an hour, we've seen in the last few games. Every time Phillips has come on, he's given Alvin a boost. Mm. It sounds ridiculous to say, but maybe his role is as a super sub. I, I, it seems silly, but um, or could you split the two legs in, in, in split into half and say, look, let's try
0: and get a clean sheet or, or keep it tight in the first leg away, and then we'll bring him and start for the second leg when we really mm. need to go for it. I don't know. Yeah, it's a difficult it depends. To. Depends
1: what the score is at, at the halfway stage, yeah. doesn't it? Um, look, I think if I think if Phillips starts, everyone would be happy with that because yes. he's, a, he's a very good player. Yeah. Um, I can just, I can see the logic behind bringing him off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, I can just see that logic. Now, I can also see there's a, a big element of logic in starting him. Yeah. So I don't know, but um, yeah, we'll wait and see what what <laughs> what, what, what Shan decides. Paul
0: Chappell, which players have improved their reputation this year? I'd argue only Gibbs, Rodriguez, and Gale. Which players have made their reputations worse? And he puts he suggests Dawson,
1: Johnston, and Livermore. Um, I would say Barry's also improved his reputation among yeah, Albion fans. Yeah, well, couldn't have got much worse. Couldn't have got much I mean, yeah. It was like the Only Way it Was Up, really. Yeah. Um, says
0: Yaz in the 1980s classic. Uh, absolutely. No.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't, don't, remember, remember, don't remember. The it only
0: way is up, baby. Were you in that music? For video? you and me now. Every chance, actually, to be fair. yeah, yeah. that was. The, I think that was the first ever LP. That's how That's how far we're going back. Bloody that hell. I bought. LP. Yeah. That and um, Star Trekking Across the Universe, that classic.
1: I've not heard no. that. Oh, Who's that okay.
0: by? I don't know. There were just some potatoes in the video I can remember. That Donny was, Osmond or something? No. I, I, God, I can't remember. Yeah. That and Scat Man. You know bad time. It's bad time. <laughs> can you do the Scat? No? <laughs> no. That's that, that, let's, just, let's just move that on. Was what was poor. the question again? It uh, was pretty bad. What was the question? Um, which place have made the reputations worse? Dawson, Johnston, Livermore. Um.
1: Yeah, maybe. Um, I'm trying to think of, that, that's probably that that's probably might, fair, that, is it that, a fair play. Would you that say might cover it? Mm.
0: Um, Can you see, Jack Living whatever getting an England cap again?
1: Um, probably not. Mm. I think, um, yeah, I think he's he's his temper is, is is the thing that's let him down for me this season. He's you know he's been sent off twice and mm. could have been sent off another time. Um, yeah, well what? Well,
0: I'm going to leave Hamish Collie's question to after this because that, that was you've just read my mind. It's in my notes. So we'll finish. Um, last more couple of questions and I shall ask you your question, Hamish. Um, if Matt says, Matt
1: Slater says, if we don't go up, does Lai look to sell the club? Well, I've said this before. Um, I think there's a possibility, isn't there? I mean, when does he cut his losses? Because he hasn't shown any signs of willing to invest. When does he think, actually, I need to. Um, there's no point in me having this mm-hmm. um, this is going to this is going to now cost me even more money sure I'll sell to the highest bidder mm. um, there is uncertainty at Albin. I think that's that's probably played its part in the negative feeling around the club this season at certain points and you think well they're fourth why, why? and they've scored nearly 90 goals yes why is there so much um why is there so much negativity mm-hmm. and and I suppose frustrations and mm-hmm. concerns? I think because fans aren't idiots; they mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. that this is the best opportunity Albion had it going up. It's a great opportunity with the squad that they've got, yeah. And the un- the future is uncertain if promotion back to Premier League isn't achieved, yeah. Um, and that's not necessarily anyone's fault. It's the the reality of the situation we find ourselves in in this day and age, mm-hmm. where the financial disparity between the top two leagues is astronomical mm-hmm. and frankly unsustainable mm-hmm. I mean Albion aren't the only club that are, have got un- uncertain futures because of the differences in, in the money between the top two tiers and yeah. you know it's it's it's, it's actually a, a, something that needs to be fixed but um, I do think there are question marks over Lyre's future over Lyre's ownership Great questions thank you very much for those right
0: Hamish I'm asking your question now um, putting Matt on the spot Villa Park is the destination for the uh, semi final first leg in, in in theory? In theory, um, you are Mr. James Shan. Um, please name me your 1 to 11 on who will start
1: that game. Right, Sam Johnston. Sam Johnston, Ian one. In goal. Yeah. Um, back three back of. three. I would go Hagazi left, uh, Bartley middle, Dawson right. Mm-hmm. I think it suits those players. Um, Mason Hoggate. Definitely no Tosin, Tosin bench. I I wouldn't start him. Okay. That's my, I I prefer the other three. Okay. Um, I just think he gives the ball away too much for me. You know, he's obviously obviously a very talented player, but he gives the ball away too much in in his own half. Sometimes I think he's too, too, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Too casual. Okay. Too casual Mm -hmm. for me. Um, Anyway, um, right wing back Mason Holgate, left wing back Kieran Gibbs. Up front, Rodriguez and Gale. Yes, midfield. No, that's the question. Midfield three. I would. I would play Brunt. I would play Brunt as the. I um, would. As the as the deep line playmaker. I think the majority of things go through him.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs>
1: Difficult, isn't it? And now I don't know. I mm. genuinely don't know mm. what to do because. Um, Who are your I, contenders then? Well, after I tell would you, you, what, you not have Gareth Barry? Well, he's not. Not sorry No, of he's, I, I, If Barry was fit, would I'd, I'd play yeah. Barry, yeah. but he's not. He's, yeah. he's he's out for the rest of the season. Yeah. So you I would have had him though I would have, yeah. I would have played him as, as, as that as that um, mm-hmm. that holding midfielder. Mm-hmm. Um, so who are your contenders then? So you could do, you could play after Reading. I thought maybe you, maybe Army should play Samfield, and the reason why is he's one. He is probably the best tackler out of the options. Okay. He mops up play very well. It doesn't necessarily um, deliver the cutting pass forward. But if you played Samfield in that in that in that deep role and got him to win the ball back and pass it five yards to Chris Brunt um and Matt Phillips, say, I don't think that's a bad shout. That
0: allows Matt Phillips to have almost a free role, right? If you're gonna have Brunt and Yeah and Field there, yeah. so to
1: speak. And I don't think that's a bad shout, because I don't think you need to stick so essentially need, I, you need to stick someone on Grealish. Mm. And I think Sam Field Okay. Could you, think he's good enough to do I that? I think he's got Look, Grealish can make a lot of people look silly. He's yeah. a great player, mm-hmm. one of the best players in the league. Mm-hmm. I think Sam Field could step up okay. and at least make it a tough afternoon for him. Right. The other option is to put jet Livermore on Grealish. Mm-hmm. Livermore's a bit more experienced, a bit more wily. Safer option, do you think, for, uh, for James Shan to, be to be do the go safe, with that? Could be the safer option. I don't know. But I've been, I've been more impressed with Sam Field this season when I've seen him. Than I have with, with necessarily with Livermore, although Livermore has got that experience on him. So You can play Harper and you wouldn't play Harper
0: and Phillips in the same way. I team.
1: personally personally I wouldn't. Okay. I just think that Phillips and Harper are sometimes guilty, and it's not necessarily due to their own faults, but they're guilty of letting the man run beyond them, yeah. drift past them too easily. Johansson's guilty of it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is because of the nature of the players. They are Harper's young. He's got a lot to learn in the defensive mind. Brunt mm-hmm. on the ball, yep. Yeah, but defensively, he needs to learn a bit. Okay. Phillips is, an, is is a winger. He's, yeah. he's an attacker. Yeah, yeah. Johansson is an attacker. Mm-hmm. He's the forward-thinking player. I I would be concerned if it was Johansson. I would be concerned if it was Brunt with. Any two of Harper, Phillips and Johansson. Okay. I would be concerned that Grealish would find the lines mm-hmm. in, in between the lines, get in between the lines and essentially run the show. It's always so, easier
0: to pick the, the second leg depending on the results, can't you? The, yeah. The, rather than the first leg. The first leg's a very difficult stick or twist yeah. uh, scenario. thought. But you
1: called, You want me to do it, so I'll say, yeah. I'll go for it. I'll say... Yeah, yeah. I'll say Brunt. I'll say... Oh say, oh! Do you put Field in there to to nullify Grealish? I think you play Brunt at the at the base of I think I think Field would be getting in Brunt's way. Maybe I think you play. I don't think you play him there. I play. I oh, would. You need men for, further forward. I would go for. I would go for Brunt, Phillips, <laughs> and. Livermore, okay, okay, and okay. only and only because I think you need a battler in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and I, yeah, I'm not saying Livermore's the, the, the perfect player by any stretch, mm-hmm. but I think you need a battler in there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And like you say, you've got that experience. I, I think Samfield's going to be a great
1: player, but the biggest game of the season, do you, do you? Yeah, and do and do you hedge your bets? And yeah, you know, that that means you don't. Uh, but I could see the, the the reasoning behind putting Johansson in for one
0: of them mm. I don't I'm know. not funny fan of handsome but that's just me um, he hasn't impressed me
1: um
0: right Derby away uh last game last game of the season looking forward to it do you think that there might I mean you talked about you would play full strength so if he did go full strength then would you see the playoff team so to speak against Aston Villa if it is Aston Villa at Villa Park that he would start that team would that give you any indications on the team that he puts out there or do you think he might play a little bit differently
1: I think we'll see as close to the playoff team as he can get. Okay. I think we saw as close to the playoff team as he can get against Rotherham. Yeah. Um I thought you know Liverpool Livermore's obviously injured. Phillips is still being managed carefully. But maybe Sean prefers Harper and, and Johansson mm-hmm. or maybe Sean prefers Harper particularly for that dynamism um and his ability to 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 travel with the ball mm-hmm. which I don't think well Phillips does have. Um so yeah, I, I I I um I think we will see as close to the to the the starting line as as Shank can get.
0: Okay. Um
1: prediction for derby
0: for yes. Um and and, and give me give, give me game predictions in how do you think the, the the flow is going to be on the day and then and then a score prediction? I think the flow is going to be, I will not be betting on this game. That's for certain. I think the
1: flow is going to be wavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know really it's just going to be a weird game it is I think it'll be one all I don't know
0: uh, it's bizarre it's a I bizarre situation I think if Derby still need to win that game uh, <laughs> I might be. Fan- I might fancy Derby just because of where Albion are and if they're going full you know Derby, full
1: steam Derby battered Albion at home if you remember I do remember yeah. um, I think there might be an element of we want revenge mm-hmm um, and then there might be an no, element of oh, come on, let's show, let's show the rest of the playoff teams mm-hmm. what we're about. Yeah. And whether they can actually deliver, I don't know, isn't, sure. isn't the matter, but mm-hmm. um, we'll we'll see. Um, I don't, I don't think I'm not completely convinced by Derby. I think they are a good side, vibrant young side, but I think they're quite lightweight as well. So I'm not not nervous about them in the playoffs, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the other two teams slightly more nervous about
0: been a (laughs) pleasure Matt there's so much to talk about we'll have another uh, Baggies broadcast next week Matt Mayo and Luke Hatfield will be at Villa Park for that game myself and Mr Matthew Wilson will be at Pride Park on Sunday for the final game of the season it's going to be a fascinating weekend from both of us have a great weekend take care bye bye